Welcome to What a Scream, the mini episode, the podcast mini episode where <laughs> myself <laughs> and my co-host Neve um, chat about weekly horror news if there is any um, and we chat about random shit sometimes. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> and we also sneak in a review of a 2020 film that could have gone unnoticed because of what? last year was basically um so how are you this week yeah doing all right this week and I have thought about this and I think even if the cinemas were open last year I don't think any of these films would have been in them no probably not or they would have been in for like a week yeah (laughs) and then gone (laughs) (laughs) um so horror news this week um the only thing that I can really think of is the Train to Busan remake has been given the green light. So they're going to remake Train to Busan, even though it was, only- it was only out a couple of years ago. And like, why are they remaking a recent film? Uh, it's like they think that, you know, the Western world is too stupid to want to watch a film with subtitles. <laughs> not that wrong <laughs> I just you know it's like let's stop kind of whitewashing these films and just you know we don't need to remake everything with Americans no no we really don't <laughs> um, you know it's it's not going to have the same kind of heart that Train to Busan I love Train to Busan um, it's such a great zombie film but that I just love Korean horror anyway, so that's, you know. I always find they just, they kind of ruin it, don't they? The American remakes? Yeah. Absolutely. I think there's just some films that just need to stay in their own, like, heritage, their own culture. They need to just stay there yeah. and it not have it. It doesn't translate well. No, it doesn't. Especially, like, I mean, I know, like, The Grudge, they kept it to Japan, didn't they? It was still yeah. set in Japan. So it's because I don't think they could have done it in America because it's such a culture, it has such cultural references in it. Yeah, exactly. But you still didn't need it really. No. You know, no. We didn't really need the remake of The Ring. No. And the originals I find are creepier, a so lot creepier. creepier. So much creepier. Like, chills. Yeah. But I don't, I, like American horror some of it's good some of it is just re no remake american horror yeah it's it's almost like cringy yeah it's like why would you have tesco value own brand coke when you could have coca-cola <laughs> you know it just it's like why why would you do that exactly. <laughs> that's a good analogy right (laughs) i mean there's nothing inherently wrong with the tesco own brand cola but if you had the choice and they were like the same price or whatever you'd go for coca-cola oh yeah definitely if they were the same price you would go i've never like tested them side by side to see what the actual difference is are we still talking about coca-cola or are we talking about korean films and they're talking about coca (laughs) definitely talking about (laughs) (laughs) coca-cola Um, (laughs) 
Oh, I can't even remember what the original thing. Oh, it was a remix. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we we do not need a Train to Busan remake. Like ever, 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 ever. I find ever. The, Amer- the American ones are really like two D. They've got like no depth to them. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. Just needs to be. It was like when they tried to make Old Boy, and it just didn't didn't translate well when you take it out of the Korean context. Um, there's just no need for it. I mean, there's plenty of ideas out there to make a new film. Why Why don't we make a new film? Why don't we do that instead of remaking, rehashing old films constantly? Like, new ideas, please. Yeah, like, surely, surely someone has, you know, an original-ish idea. Obviously, nothing can be 100% original nowadays because everything's been done basically but surely and like can you imagine the amount of pandemic films we're gonna get now no thank you we don't need a film about it okay we've lived it (laughs) we know exactly the horrors of the pandemic like we don't need yeah we don't need Uh. to relive it maybe in like 60 years when everyone has you know kind of moved on from this time like they do with like war movies you know wait till people have 60 years on moved on yeah no pandemic films thank you very much i finished the walking dead did you i did yeah i finished it and (laughs) um it was really dumb and stupid and (laughs) the only good the only saving bits for it was like the last episode was super gory nice yeah so i don't know whether to move on to like fear of the walking dead now or just leave it there's more to The Walking Dead? There's like three other, se- two other series. There's Fear of the Walking Dead. And then I think there's like The Walking Dead Beyond or something like that. Is that necessary? I don't know. Maybe I'll find Maybe out. Maybe you should find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've been watching that and I've been watching Sex and the City reruns, which is awful. Like it's such an awful TV show. I've never watched it. I never felt the need to watch it. But I also have been watching shit TV this week. And I've been catching up on Married at First Sight Australia, which is ridiculous reality TV, but I can't stop watching it. Yeah. I'm glued to it. I need I to know. I got hooked on that once. But I think it was the American version where I got hooked. Or the English version, because it was all like, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Lads, lads, lads. Lads, 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 and their cheeky nandos. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I actually started watching uh, Celeb X on the Beach as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I feel like last week I hit this like black hole of depression <laughs> and it manifested itself into really bad TV. That explains so much in my life the last year. <laughs> <laughs> like other people's depression manifests in like, you know, they don't take showers or they don't eat or, you know, no, mine manifests itself in really bad reality TV. That's how I deal with my depression. Yeah. And it's just a places, whole new world, isn't it? <laughs> these celebs, they like go into this house and they fall in love like this. Like no wonder they have the you know the the marriage thing that they do where it lasts five minutes like joey essex went on and he like was like i'm gonna marry this girl straight away joey essex has been on every dating show you could ever imagine like the most recent celebs go dating um is 
the mansion. Uh, he's in that. He turns <laughs> up in the last like two weeks, and there he is trying to find love again. Like, and wait, it's not the first time he's been on celebs go dating. If you can't find love on TV, just stop it. Just yeah. Stop. Like walk away from it. Yeah. Exactly. If you can't find love on TV for like the fifth time in a row, maybe it's time to look elsewhere, you know? <laughs> maybe it's time to put an ad in the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Lonely hearts. <laughs> oh, man. Remember when that was a thing? <laughs> no, you don't because you're too young. <laughs> I am far too young. And I also know if like you put an ad in like Craigslist or whatever, you'll probably end up murdered. So I wouldn't do that either. Oh, that reminds me. You know what else I've been watching? Because uh, I signed up for Now TV, right? Right. But only for the free trial. So it's like of course. So I've been binge watching uh, Britain's Most Evil Killers. Ooh. Yep. Another way in which my depression manifests itself is that I must watch and learn about murderers. Oh, yeah. Well, that's kind of just my personality in general, actually. I need to know about serial killers, killers in general any kind of true crime something creepy yeah so i'm watching it and i'm like so you're telling me to stay away from all men ever <laughs> <laughs> i can do that very gladly because <laughs> uh, they're like you know they chat about how they kind of became a murderer or you know what goes on in their mind and it's like this guy had a really abusive upbringing and you know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And that's what made him into a killer. And you're like, oh, right, okay. And then the next one is like, this one had a really good upbringing. That's what made him into a killer. And you're like, oh, dear God. <laughs> they generally have like a checklist as well. So it's an abusive family life kind of upbringing, um, head injuries, or what was the other one? Oh, they listen to metal. <laughs> He listened to death metal and that made him a devil worshipper. Oh no. Okay. okay yeah, there cool. was actually there was one um it was actually a woman and I can't remember what she was called, but she came from like this fabulous upbringing. She was, you know, her parents were great to her. She mm. suffered. Um and this story of this guy and he went into her apartment and he was like I saw lots of horror films everywhere. And it was like, <laughs> well shit. Oh, don't come near me. <laughs> You saw some of the things I watched, some of the things I Googled as well, just for sheer curiosity. <laughs> I would be done for any murder that was linked to me. <laughs> Delete your browsing history. <laughs> and my Spotify history at that as well. <laughs> Actually, have you listened to the podcast, uh, The Root of Evil? No. So good. It's about um, the Black Dahlia murder. <gasps> and you know, the guy that was linked to it, he was like a surgeon. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, what was it? Um, hang on, I'm going to find it because it's okay. the root of evil isn't its full name. So I'm going to get its full name for you. Hang on. Okay. Okay. The root of evil, the true story of the Hodel family and the Black Dahlia. Mm-hmm. So. George Hodel was a surgeon who was linked to the murder and it's about his the podcast is done by his great-grandchildren oh um they learn about this George Hodel their great-grandfather from their uncle who became 
a police investigator became a detective yeah started to suspect that his dad was the oh. murderer of the black dahlia it's brilliant. wow it's such a good podcast could you imagine being related to like someone that was linked to one of the most infamous like mysteries i know wow but they also thought that he might be the zodiac killer as well really yeah because he when all the suspicions started coming onto him like around the time of the black mm. murder he um he ran away to like thailand um or somewhere like that or mm-hmm. Bali, and then he came back around the time and lived in like the same place where the zodiac murders were happening was there not like a big chunk of time in between that though would he not have been like quite old i don't know wait when was the black dahlia murder I thought that was like 1940s or 30s. Yeah. Black. I thought it I thought it was around then, the 40s maybe. Uh, Black Dahlia. 1947. Oh, okay. And then the Zodiac killings were What was that, the 60s, 70s? I think it was the 60s. Zodiac killer. Uh, at least the late 1960s to early 1970s so it only would have been about 20 odd years yeah that's true so he would have been about 40 odd oh yeah during the black dahlia and then he could have only been about 60 odd during the zodiac but yeah there's all these like you know Mm. what's the word conspiracy stories about it but yeah you should uh, yeah you should listen to it it's good definitely i think it's only eight episodes as well so it's quite you know yeah so that was, that was my podcast recommendation <laughs> <laughs> i'm still listening to the same i'm like catching up on morbid because they have like loads of episodes so i start from the beginning and they're really good i find them really funny mm-hmm. and i've just been listening to, listening to that enjoying true crime before i go to bed falling asleep, listening to the sweet <laughs> stories of true crime. <laughs> I do that all the time. I put on a, the My Favourite Murder episode of Ed Gein the other day just to fall asleep. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> do you ever find yourself, like, telling everyone about, like, all your serial killer, like, situations? Because I do it at work all the time. All the girls in work are just, like, they'll mention something about a serial killer, and I'm like, i give them the whole essay of what happened i remember one of the girls from work sent us like um it's like a buzzfeed thing of the most like weird things that have ever happened and um i think it was about the toy box killer and i just went on this massive rant about like what actually happened and why it was so fucked up and everyone was like um okay <laughs> why do you know so much I'm like, no reason <laughs> but see everyone i keep company with apart from oscar my partner uh loves serial killers as well so i'm kind of like you know i say things and it's really you know whereas oscar's like how do you know all this <laughs> Just, mm. it was like i need to find more like-minded people yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> um another podcast i've been listening to is monstrosity's voice uh horrors untouched conversation with kaija fields and it is um it's about horror but from you know a black voice black perspective and it's, oh, cool. it's really good so I've been you know I listened to her episodes on the Candyman and Eve's Bayou and it's just really really good to have that other voice kind of mm. 
obviously because I can only come at horror from a white perspective so it's yeah. be interesting to hear it from someone else's voice oh that's cool yeah so I definitely recommend those two podcasts amazing yes so I guess we better get on to uh what we actually do for this mini episode <laughs> and not just chat about the podcasts we listen to um <laughs> so this week we watched uh a very interesting film yeah uh, it is called Relic. It is a 2020 Australian horror drama film directed by Natalie Erica James from a screenplay by Natalie Erica James and Christian White. Is this the one that Jake Gyllenhaal produced? Yes. He helped produce this. Yes. I did. thought that was an, an interesting fact. I did, especially because it's like Australian and like. Yeah. Not He's that, not you know, Australian. No, but you know, not like Americans and Australians can't interact with each other. <laughs> but, you know. When I think of Australian horror, so for me, I was quite uh, surprised by this film because it seems quite polished and quite Hollywood. Whereas a lot I thought of, it was made very well. Yeah. Whereas a lot of Australian horror, even though I love it, it's quite gritty and like indie kind of film. Like, mm. Whereas this is very polished, very, yeah. you know. Um, so it stars uh, Emily Mortimer, um, Robin Nevin and Bella Heathcote so Emily Mortimer I actually thought she was <laughs> I thought she was uh, Emily from Friends and I was like no wait that's not right <laughs> <laughs> she does look a lot like her um, and then the only film that I recognise her from is uh, Shutter Island oh yeah see I recognised her name but I didn't recognise her yeah. but I couldn't figure out where yeah. I recognised her from. Maybe it's just a name that I thought was associated with someone else. Yeah. Um, so the plot is uh, Edna, who is elderly, uh, matriarch of the family. She goes missing. And so her daughter and her granddaughter go to the house to try and find her. Mm-hmm. And they find the house is coated in like this weird black mould. Which, by the way, they all touch. <laughs> and I, I don't know about anyone else, but when I see mold, my first instinct isn't to like give it a little feel. Stick your stay away from that. Wiggle it around a bit. <laughs> you just wouldn't. You just wouldn't do it. It's gross. Bleach out, wouldn't you? You'd be like, <laughs> shit. You would. My poor ma has been living in this house with black mold. I need to either call someone or I need to get the sponge and the bleach out. Yeah. Instead, I'm just going to rub it with my fingers and everything <laughs> will just be fine. What? <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> and then they hear lots of loud banging and they can't figure it out where it's coming from. Again, if you are hearing loud banging <laughs> in your house, you check that shit out. You break down a wall and you find out what is going on. You don't just look at it and shrug yeah there was like no kind of oh there's banging that's odd <laughs> like i my first instinct because there's like black mold everywhere well that probably wouldn't be my first instinct because i've seen so many horror films you'd think it was just like bad plumbing or something wouldn't you that yeah. there's a leak somewhere i don't know there's rats living in the pipes i don't know it's just something and you'd call someone and be like please check out the inside of my house <laughs> or right my first thought was the mother is in the walls break that shit down <laughs> uh 
it was just like it was silly anyway then one day <laughs> she just ends up back at the house and they're like oh well yo grandma what are you doing <laughs> like they didn't even ask her like where she's been you know all this it was just like let's just go to the doctors and get you checked out and it was like yeah. oh, okay so she she's obviously set suffering from like dementia mm-hmm. and um the uh, granddaughter decides she's going to move in um just to help out and then she finds a secret room at the back of the house and <laughs> she decides to go into this room but it turns out it's a series of corridors and it gets blacker and blacker the mold is getting worse and worse the further she goes into this secret corridor and then all of a sudden the walls are closing in on her there's dead ends everywhere and she's stuck in like this maze and I thought this bit was just a bit weird like I didn't expect it to turn into like a funhouse kind of vibe (laughs) and then I didn't I didn't understand like there's that bit where she finds her mother doesn't she and I'm like are they in the weird part of the house or are they in the normal part of the house I don't know what part of the house there. It confused me yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But. A few things like when she goes out and she buries the uh, photo album in the forest or whatever it is. And uh, there's that weird little exchange or whatever. But I got really confused because I just watched a Walking Dead episode where a character <laughs> digs up a box from the ground and looks at notes. And I was like, in my head somehow I just completely joined the two <laughs> and I was like oh yeah that's the box that like Maggie just dug up and I was like no way <laughs> I am so Wrong right now <laughs> well she like she, at first she was like eating her pictures wasn't she oh, yeah. and then like the mother was like what the hell are you doing and yeah she was trying to like keep the pictures safe by burying them yeah but like there was the whole thing the mother had a dream of this old man that died and fell off his bed and then was just like festering yeah which i guess had happened in the cabin that was built on the site before there was a lot of loose ends i thought like i didn't understand the whole cabin bit they didn't really tie that in properly Mm -hmm. um I understood the relic sort of thing was that stained window at the front door. Oh, okay. I didn't get that. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's what I assumed because I, they said that um, that was the only thing left of the cabin. Oh, okay. That was before, but they never really gave much of why that cabin was there, what happened in that cabin, um, and why they decided to put a dead man stained glass window on the front door. <laughs> And I think they tried to tie in the supernatural side with that. Yeah. But to me, that didn't really make sense. Like, I understood the premise of the film. I understood that it was supposed to represent, like, the the decreasing nature of dementia and how it affects people and all that kind of stuff. But there were just some things I didn't understand, like the bit at the end. Yeah, so, right, we're going into, like, super spoiler bits. <laughs> Although it's not really spoilers in this film because it's kind of... But anyway, yeah. So at the end, (laughs) 
the old woman has is being taken over by this black mold and uh the daughter begins stripping peeling away her skin yeah and it reveals this black kind of moldy <laughs> human-like thing and then they all lie down on the bed together and that was it and then the daughter notices the black spot on her mum's back the granddaughter sorry notices the black spot on the mum's back um yeah i mean i liked that kind of allegory is that the right word allegory i don't know i don't think it is gonna look it up okay i liked that uh metaphor let's say yeah i just couldn't get behind her being peeled like a baby bell it was just weird okay yeah it's an allegory it's a story poem or picture that can be interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning oh okay yes um so yeah it's an allegory of uh degenerative degenerative it's an allegory of alzheimer's and dementia Uh, this is not we got there <laughs> i'm gonna look it up degenerative is that it yeah degenerate degenerate <laughs> degenerative <laughs> so it's an allegory of a degenerative disease that is obviously gen- genetic, genetic. Genetical? No. Just genetic, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's just genetic. genetic. <laughs> this is what being with a three-year-old for like several hours a day does to your vocabulary. <laughs> it fucks it up. It is. <laughs> so it's a disease that can be passed on through genetics. Yes. Okay, there we go. Oh my God. <laughs> got there in the end i know i just i need to be talking to more adults i have a 10 month old (laughs) where do you think my conversation comes from (laughs) i'm surprised i can converse this well right now (laughs) oh i can't wait for lockdown to be over over, just for the sake of my vocabulary like obviously i need to do some brain training yeah yeah Anyway, so I really like that allegory. <laughs> yes, I did too. I liked, like, I thought it was really nice, nice, really good the way they did that. But I don't know. It's like, it made me think of, you know, Lights Out, you know, how that yeah. was um, like a, an allegory? Yeah, word of the day, allegory. Allegory <laughs> for like depression, like yeah. mental health problems, stuff like that. But they managed to like tie the supernatural thing in with it really well. Yeah. Like that's a really, I find that a really good film. Um, and the supernatural thing just worked with it. Whereas this one, it was just kind of like, huh? 
Yeah, it wasn't really, whereas Lights Out is scary. Like, Lights Out yeah. freaked the hell out of me when I first saw it. Yeah. Uh, this one was more sad. Yeah. But maybe that's what they wanted. I think that's what they want. They preferred to do, I guess. It was more of like, I wouldn't, I don't know, I wouldn't say it was horror. Although I guess you could say it was horror because of the fear of losing control of our own minds, you know? Yeah. So I guess you could say it's horror really in that way. Deep, isn't it? <laughs> like, so it, it makes, <laughs> it, is, it is so deep, man. It makes you like think more. <laughs> makes you think <laughs> it makes you think it makes you think but like you know like with, with lights out you don't have to think too much about it because the scariness is there yeah and like yes it it does interpret mental health but at the same time like it's still that scary front whereas this one's like you have to kind of think about it and be like oh shit yeah i could lose my mind one day and that is terrifying that's about as deep as your thinking goes, really, doesn't it? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much else going on in there. <laughs> oh. Oh. Relic, what, what would you give it out of five? Mm. So for the first week, we gave like a one. And then last week we gave 2.5. I think a four is too much. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe I'm just very critical. Like I thought it was really well made. I thought like the imagery was beautiful. And obviously the allegory was really good. But as a horror. No wasn't really there for me and I don't think I'd watch it again and I probably wouldn't recommend it unless someone really wants to you know get deep and think about stuff I'd say 3.5 okay I, I think that's go, okay yeah I was gonna go with about three but we can go with 3.25 <laughs> <laughs> What, what's your three what why a three i just it was grand like it was fine i just felt it was very fragmented and disconnected mm. um which then again you could say that so is the mind so <laughs> if you want to get really like deep uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just it was alright, but you know, it like it made you think. But as soon as it was ended, you're like, meh, alright. It was yeah. like yeah, <laughs> and think about it and dissect yeah. it. It was very much like kind of even though it had this metaphorical thing going on, it wasn't like it didn't stick with you. Yeah, and it wasn't something you really had to think too hard about. Yeah, that's you true. Know? Whereas when you've got films like audition and all that and you know like tale of two sisters and just because the asian kind of horror are very good at allegories and metaphors <laughs> um and they really do make you think for ages afterwards whereas this is it's pretty much as soon as the credits roll you're like oh yeah grand i think that's because nothing like 
really happened. <laughs> like the most, like the weirdest thing that happened was when she started peeling her skin off. And that's when you were like, okay, that's a bit fucked. Yeah. But like, that was kind of the only thing that happened. Like nothing else really happened except she was running around touching mold. Like that wasn't really the mold. <laughs> That's not good for your health. um so yeah that was that was relic um watch it if you want to watch it (laughs) if you don't (laughs) i feel like every week we're getting higher and higher you know yeah we're kind of you know finding some better ones yeah Uh, maybe maybe yeah watch next week now and it'll (laughs) minus one it was awful um let me try and see what's on our list um i have it in our conversations we talk way too much i know um 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 uh, 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 talk about something there while i look for it you sound like a loading bay <laughs> uh. <laughs> There is actually a film coming out soon. Actually, I think it might have already come out because, well, I don't know what day it is, but I think it was the 23rd of February it's meant to call out. And is that today? That's today. Is it? No. Yesterday. No. Hold on. (laughs) No, that is today. Yes. Okay. Um, I can't remember what it's called. But there's just a new film coming out. I think it's called like Sator or Saptor or Saptor. <laughs> Sounds like a weird tree sort of revenge. Okay, the next film that I have is You Should Have Left. Okay. Um, I don't like the sound of it already. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the film that I was trying to think of. Sator? No. <laughs> yeah, it is this one, but it says it was already released. I'm very confused. Okay. <laughs> it's called Sator. Right. It's A-T-O-R. And it said it was released in 2019, but then I'm looking at reviews and it's like, brand new horror sator and that was only from like yesterday oh so maybe it was meant to be released in 2019 maybe it was released somewhere else in 2019 maybe different countries get different releases yeah so we can either go with you should have left or sator 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 Uh, let's go with Sator. Sator. Okay. All right. There you go then. Next week's film, Sator. So everyone who may or may not have gotten through us about <laughs> this <laughs> can watch. And if they give a shit, they can listen to our review as well. Um, <laughs> it's actually all our all our listens and our views to this to the mini episodes are just me and you just listening to ourselves. I just <laughs> love listening to my voice back. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Okay. I'm so funny. 
make me laugh on a daily basis. Yeah, me too. So if you can't make yourself laugh, like, what's the point? <laughs> How do you expect to make anybody else laugh if you can't make exactly. yourself laugh? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure it really works that way, but... <laughs> Um, as long as I'm laughing, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's it for the mini episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to us chat shit and badly pronounce words and forget <laughs> all our vocabulary. Um, as always, you can get in contact with us on our social media at Water Screen Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also email us at whatascreenpodcast at gmail.com. I also forget Ooh. to say that shit. <laughs> like, not that anybody cares enough to fucking... Like, not talk. yet. <laughs> Such high hopes. <laughs> Just wait for more of our top class reviews. <laughs> <laughs> okay, goodbye, people. Bye! Shouldn't be afraid of spiders Shouldn't be afraid